What's going on? It's Lucas from the Fantasy Football Fellas. Sorry for the delay on today's episode. It is getting wild around here for the Fantasy Football Fellas. Uh, Cameron's back to school teaching. Uh, I work with college students, so a lot of college students coming back to campus now. So all of a sudden, my work is picking up like crazy. It is a wild time for us, but we don't do this full time. Uh Sometimes things get pushed back a little bit, so sorry for the delay on technically yesterday's episode. Uh, we're looking forward to having tomorrow's episode out right on time for y'all, so uh, let's get on with it. Uh, I'm not in this episode this week, but that's okay. Tyler and Cameron did an awesome job covering our top 20 quarterbacks this week. Let's get into it. Stafford's really fun to watch yeah. just because he can just sling it yeah. all across the field, but Again, you can miss a game or two. Well, and these aren't Jay Cutler type in- phantom injuries. I mean, these are broken back, yeah. major concussion. Like, I mean, like the guy's like dying on a field. Yeah. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Fellas podcast. I am Cameron. This is Tyler. We're missing our third guy, Lucas, uh, for this episode for sure. And we'll see about our next one, too. Uh, Lucas's work is getting crazy right now. Oh, it's not the shark this time? No, it's not, no, the, it's shark. not the shark. Darn. He's, he's working hard. Um, doing new student outreach for his his job so he's putting the out putting in the hours right now they're putting them to work they are (laughs) all right well we'll just jump right in this episode we're going to talk about our top 20 quarterbacks but before that we got some news that broke oh plenty um we have the very unfortunate news of jk dobbins missing the entirety of the season with an acl tear um that hurts us as the fellows and one of our one of our leagues, we drafted J.K. Dobbins as our RB2, so, you know, that puts us back. Um, Ty and one of the leagues that me and him are in together drafted J.K. Dobbins. Yeah, um, yeah. Luckily, in that league, no one decided to draft Gus Edwards. I don't know how that slipped through the cracks, so I was able to pick him up right away. Um, I'm pretty happy about that. And so, yeah, that's kind of where it left us. Ravens haven't signed anyone, so Gus, Gus Bus is the number one right now. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe Justice Hill or I think Tyson Williams is the yeah, other the guy one. that literally came out of left field. And is, so you never, never know what's going to happen there. Uh, on to other news, another injury, Irv Smith, who we all really love in Minnesota is injured toward his meniscus. Uh, he could be out anywhere from four to six weeks or longer, depending on what they do for surgery. Yep. Uh, the Vikings then traded for Chris Herndon who Lucas sadly is not here to talk about and declare his love for. But uh, Chris Herndon is now a Viking, and so I, th- I think we're pretty excited about that as Vikings fans. I, I, I think so. I mean, it's better than throwing in Conklin. <laughs> I mean, he was fine as a two. He's yeah. not a starter, no. right? But, like, Brandon Dillon. Yes. Or, I mean, we just cut the rookie Zach Davidson, but – 
hope is that he gets to practice squad and stuff. But like we had zero depth, yes. and literally, literally, Mike Zimmer straight up said it's not very good in terms of the depth no. at tight end. So that explains the trade. So uh, next up, it is Mac Jones season oh, yes. in New England. Cam Newton is officially released. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's. That was I did not see that coming to be honest. I I definitely thought Mac was going to take over, but I did not see them cutting him. Yeah, uh, so there you go. Ty, am I forgetting any other ones? Um, let's see. I don't. Oh well, Deshaun Watson news. Oh yeah, your weekly Deshaun Watson update. Yes. Um, it seems to be as though the Texans are content. Holding on to Watson for the year yep. and making him the healthy scratch for literally all 17 games this year. Yes, so, sir. sorry, Dolphins fans. Sorry, Eagles fans. Yeah. Looks like you're not getting Watson. Yep. So, I have also heard reports Dolphins are leaving. Yep. Uh, and the Eagles are officially out, is what it sounded like, because Deshaun Watson said, Nope, I will not play there. Yep. So, yep. That no trade clause yeah. really gives Watson the power to choose where mm-hmm. to go. All right. Well, let's jump right into these top 20 quarterbacks. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Our first one is very surprising. We know Patrick Mahomes, okay. number one. I wasn't going to pull Lucas. No. Throw it, like, two or talking about Um Patrick Mahomes at number one. He is our unanimous, unanimous, wow, number one. Uh, Ty, why, why do we have Mahomes number one? He's in an offense that supports just absolute crazy numbers. Yes. Doesn't matter who Mahomes is going up against. He's going to find a way to get the ball to his receivers. So you automatically just based off of that mm-hmm. ideology, that's yards, potentially touchdowns. And he's not afraid to use his legs. No, he's got run. some sneaky good speed. Right. So, I mean, it, I mean, you could say that Mahomes doesn't finish mm-hmm. as the number one guy again this year just because of yeah. other guys that are on this list, but – He's top five yeah, for his sure. Floor is five. Yeah, so his, I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, I even want to say his floor is what we saw last yes. year. Like that's that, twenty five points a game. <laughs> right, like that. That's the worst it's gonna get is yeah. twenty five hundred percent. So, yeah, I couldn't agree more. I mean, he's got Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. Those yeah. two are going early second at the latest. So right. that's tell you all I need to know. Right. Next, we got the probably the biggest surprise of last year. One of them, Josh Allen. That's you, though. That's me. I took him <laughs> in both both my uh, main leagues um, in the tenth round last year. Yeah, no way crazy. he dropped past round six this season. Nope. But Mister Josh Allen, me and Ty both him at two. Lucas has him all the way down at three. Dude, um, what, the, what, is he, what is he thinking? Josh Allen, thirty-seven touchdowns last year. I uh, was crazy on it. Was crazy with his feet. He's a beast in the goal line. That team has zero rush attack or rushing attack at all. Yeah. Uh, in their last game, and I think in the whole first quarter, they ran the ball once with all the starters out there. I, One yeah. time. Well, with the running backs, Josh Allen ran three times. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> so I mean, they they are not going to run the ball. Yeah. He has Stephon Diggs on the outside, mm-hmm. who is tremendous he's top three wide receiver he in the is NFL. he is and i there's he did not sh- he did not show anything last year that would make you go oh he can't repeat that this year yeah i wonder i wonder if the first couple weeks this year yeah. are going to be or at least a rushing aspect for yeah. Allen is going to be a little bit uh down compared to last year 
just because I, I, I want to think that Buffalo wants to add in some sort of running yeah. component because you, if you just you make things <laughs> right, like if you make yourself that one dimensional to yes. a defense, they're going to capitalize on it. Right. Like that, I feel like that's why, you know, when Buffalo played Kansas city last year and they are uh, in the AFC championship game and all the games that Buffalo did struggle is because defenses saw we don't really need to worry about a rushing game, right? Yeah. We'll have we'll have somebody spy on the quarterback just in case Allen tries to run it out, but that's that. So, like I said, I, I wonder if Buffalo tries to add in a little Zach Moss, a little Devin Singletary, you know. Maybe that takes away a couple goal line carries for him, but I think eventually they're going to see, yeah, neither running back that we have is capable, so we're just going to give it back to Allen. Yeah. Yeah, he was averaging 24.2 points per game over the entire season last year. It's, it's hard to argue with that. Yep. Next on our board is Kyler Murray. I have him at three. Tyler at four. Lucas has him at two. Kyler Murray was on an absolute tear last year. He was so good last year. And then he got hurt in the shoulder. He was still putting up pretty good numbers. Yeah. Uh, not going to act like he was all of a sudden dropping the face of the earth, but they weren't the same numbers i mean he's a guy who's gonna push i mean i don't think he hits it but push a thousand years rushing average. oh yeah yeah um ty why 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 would we take kyler murray early he i don't want to give kyler the most dynamic title for quarterbacks but he is such a threat that if you try to play the run on him he's going he's got a cannon of an arm right like he can get it downfield and you've got one of the best deep ball wide receivers, DeAndre Hopkins. Yes. You added AJ green, which again, he's 32, 33. So maybe a year removed from the big old, you know, top five wide receiver, AJ green. Yes. But AJ green still had a hundred targets in Cincinnati mm-hmm. last year. So he still is capable of doing something for your offense. Yes. So again, like, Kyler can beat you if you try to play it, you know, play it safe and let, you know, drop your defense back so you can't throw it. He's just going to run it. So he's going to take advantage of whatever you give him. And that's why he's so successful in fantasy. Definitely. Yeah. And that rushing just adds a floor to his game. Of, I mean, he's going to get you 10 points game rushing. I mean, easily. Easily. So it's, it's hard to bet against. Mm-hmm. At number four, we have Dak Prescott. I have him at four, so so far I am perfect. Ty has him back at five, and Lucas also has him at four. Dak, I think there's slight concern. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that is that one of the reasons you have him lower on yours, or you just think higher of the guy, the next guy that yeah. on our list that you have? Front? It's a mix of both. Okay, partially because of I like it's not that I doubt anything with you know his return from his leg injury mm-hmm. and the shoulder injury, which I need to say is literally all smoke. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about the shoulder injury. I just think that Dak compared to the, you know, the three guys we've talked about and the guy yes. we're talking about next, they just have a little more rushing upside than oh, Dak does. Yeah, so for sure. That, that's why I have Dak yeah. at five, which is, I mean, shoot me, right? Like yeah. how dare <laughs> I am yeah, at still five. Top five. I have Dak so high. He averaged 30 points a game last year yeah. in those first four games. I mean, that offense was unreal. Yeah. And he has so many weapons on that offense. Uh-huh. Michael Gallup is a solid wide receiver, two on any offense. Yeah. Armari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb are probably undisputed wide receiver ones on almost any other offense. Yep. 
and I, he's got Ezekiel Elliott, who's no slouch in the passing game. I just think they're so dynamic, and the defense sucks so much yeah. that they're going to keep throwing that they ball, and he to. is going to light up scoreboards. They have to. Zeke is going to be great against the, the bad teams yes. that Dallas is going to go up against because they will have no problem getting ahead mm-hmm. and staying ahead. But it's the shootout games where – uh, let's see. Let's say let's say they run into a a Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. It definitely won't happen week one. Yeah, there's no way either team or both teams combined put up over thirty points for yeah. I guess their respective team. That was way confusing. Yeah. But Dallas Dallas is prepared for literally any shootout, yes. any kind of high scoring affair. So Dak for sure is top five. Even before he got hurt, he was quarterback one. Yeah, like he would. He he has. He's the perfect quarterback to support all that volume in that yes. offense. Yep, definitely. Well, I'll give you the next guy, uh, Lamar Jackson. I have a five. You have him up at three, and Luke has him at five. So Tyler, take it away. Why take Lamar Jackson ahead of, especially ahead of Kyler and Dak? I kind of lucked out on this one. I will admit because of the recent news with J.K. Dobbins, mm-hmm. they are going to rely on Lamar's legs that much more now. And everyone likes to think that Gus Edwards is a new trendy running back two pick. When Dobbins sat out last year and Lamar sat out last year against the Steelers on that mm-hmm. Wednesday night game, Justice Hill, Gus Edwards split carries. Gus Edwards, and on top of that too, Edwards has never been a receiving guy. Yeah. Never. So, to me, again, I lucked out with this Dobbins injury by putting Lamar at three. But, again, they're going to rely on Lamar so much more in the run game. And you added Sammy Watkins and Rashad Bateman. Bateman won't be back for a couple Mm -hmm. weeks at least. But still, Sammy Watkins, Rashad Bateman, Hollywood Brown is an upgrade over Hollywood. Yeah, Willie Sneed. And you still still have Mark Andrews, too. Yes. Like, Mark Andrews is a, I want to say a poor man's Travis Kelsey. Yes. Like if he's in trouble, he's just going to try to get yeah. it to he's Mark the Andrews. Net, yeah. Right. So I don't, I think this is for sure a bounce back year yes. for Lamar because he finished what quarterback eight last year, quarterback nine, somewhere lower. Mm-hmm. And he had an awful first half of the year. Right. But he turned it on in the right. second half of the year. Yeah. And I mean, the one play I go back to that perfectly kind of paints this what I think Lamar will be this year is the playoff game between Tennessee Baltimore last year. I want to say it was right before halftime Yeah, and Lamar is leading the offense down the field. They're like, I don't know, midfield or so. And he turns on the burners and takes it to the house. And that can happen on any play. Right. Right. So to me that like that supports top three, that that can happen at any given moment. Well, we were talking about Kyler has potential to push a thousand yards. Lamar Jackson's on it twice. Yeah. In oh, two years as a starter. Already. And they're out of the three top rushing seasons. Lamar Jackson has two of them. And that's just because he hasn't played a third season. <laughs> so um, that, that tells you, I mean, Lamar's beast. Mm-hmm. Next on our list is Russell Wilson. I have him back at eight, Tyler at seven, and Lucas at six. Uh, actually, we have all these three guys kind of eight, seven, six, all in different orders, these yeah. next three guys. Yep. And so. We'll just go Russell Wilson first. Lucas put together a consensus rankings. It says yep. he has Russell Wilson highest. I think that's kind of why he did it this way. Probably. Um, <laughs> Russell Wilson is, I mean, he, he's got two 
great wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Um, when they let him just go, I mean, he can really win you leagues. I mean, yeah. he can put up 40 points. He can also throw three interceptions. True. And for me, the reason I didn't take Russell Wilson is that I know they're saying that they want to play with more pace now and they've kind of gone back and forth. I really think they're going to run the ball a little bit more this season. Yeah. I just think it's so much to just have Russ play at that high of a level that often, throwing that many times, mm-hmm. and make it be something that's sustainable. Yep. And so that, and that is why I have him more. I still think he's a great quarterback. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, he's good as anyone. I just mm-hmm. think the other two guys I, I just think are better suited for fantasy this season than Russell Wilson. Yeah, and I think the, one, the reason why I've got Russ kind of – in between Cam and Lucas yeah. here is just because when, you know, they're trying to play with more pace this season mm-hmm. and trying to run the ball more this season, to me that means, hey, we're going to take a little bit off of Russ's plate. Yeah. And I think that was a big reason why I want to say it was the past two years, maybe two out of the three years, yeah. he's been an MVP favorite for the first, like, ten weeks of the season, and then he falls off of, like, planet Earth, mm-hmm. and he drops. Yeah down super quick maybe it's fatigue maybe it's yeah. trying to do too much but i think trying to give the ball on the ground a little bit more actually is going to help russ a little yes. bit more because he's still because he won't need to try to you know do as much as he did before that's where he saw all the turnovers and that's where he saw a lot of incompletions actually yeah. like you look at the completion percentage towards the later half of the season it was abysmal mm-hmm. abysmal so Again, that's why I've got Russ kind of in between. And I think, I don't know Lucas's thoughts, but I would imagine that's it too. Between the pace, giving the ball to Carson, mm-hmm. just Chris Carson. Yeah. There's no Rashad Penny element to this offense. Um, it's going to help Russ out a little bit more. Yeah. And he'll be able to sustain it. Maybe it's not at, the, at such a high volume as it is like those first 10 mm-hmm. weeks, like I was mentioning, but it's going to be more spread out. Yeah. And I think that makes it – that makes him a worthy, for sure, top eight yes. quarterback. Yeah. And, I mean, like I said, I mean, he's going to win weeks. But, I mean, that kind of speaks to the Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf kind of inconsistency that we saw last year. I mean, it, and it was, a, it was a team thing. It wasn't just – Right. Right. Uh, that whole team just yeah, had yeah. something. Yes. All right. That moves on to our next guy, Aaron Rodgers at number seven. I am a seven. Tyler at six. And Lucas at eight. It's, I mean, it's the revenge tour for Aaron Rodgers. This yep. is where he says, hey, this is why you shouldn't have drafted Jordan Love. You should have just trusted me. And yeah. I think that's why we all got him so high. I mean, he threw 48 touchdowns last year, so there will be regression. Oh, absolutely. But there might not be that much regression. You know, yeah, I mean, right. he's got the band back together. It's the same mm-hmm. same weapons on offense. Yep. And that Devontae-Aaron Rodgers connection is just lethal. It's dynamite. As it just is so painful to watch when you're cheering for the other team. I know because I, I mean, it just it ruins your day. It does. It does. It does. Uh, Ty, you got him. You got him the highest. Yeah. Anything else to add on Aaron Rodgers there? Um, again, I think it's only. It's really a tie between Rodgers and Wilson, and I just think that Rodgers just has the better team mm-hmm. with compared to Russ, so that's why I give an edge to, to Rodgers. But the next guy we're going to talk about, Tom Brady. Brady doesn't rush at all. Yeah. 
Rodgers can give you like a QB sneak like two or three times in the season yeah. for a score. That's why I've got him a little bit above Brady. Oh, but... don't don't act like Brady doesn't do it either, though. It's only happened <sighs> once. <laughs> once, and it happens once every season. That's it. Rodgers <laughs> gives you at least two or three. <laughs> no, yeah, Rodgers definitely gets more on the ground. So, I mean, that transitions up in our next guy, Tom Brady. Who I have at six. Um, Tyler has at eight, and Luke says at seven. I think Tom Brady is going to have another magical season. He's going to have a full season with Antonio Brown, with um, full season with Chris Goddard, full season with Mike Evans, Cameron – or not Cameron, Cameron Brady's not there anymore. (laughs) O.J. Howard and Rob Gronkowski. Just so many weapons on that offense. Uh He even has Gio Bernard, who's going to take that James White role probably for him. He'll have hands on the backfield. He had 40 touchdowns last year. And the first half was rough. Yeah, In the second half of the season, he was on pace for another 55 touchdown season. That's how many touchdowns he was throwing. Oh my god! And so, I think he eclipses 40 touchdowns again. I think he eclipses yeah. 4,500 yards. I mean, this offense is going to score so many points, and I know they have a really good defense. Mm-hmm. But Bruce Arians and Tom Brady don't care. You know, yeah, they're right. still going to go out there every single down and say we are better than you and try and prove it. Like that. That is going to be the way they play. Yep. They're going to be up 35-0, and Tom Brady is going to throw another touchdown. I yeah. mean, that, that's the way they'll play. Yeah. And, it, I mean, it's a fun brand of football to watch. Oh, it is. It absolutely uh, is. And so that, that's why I have Brady so high. Yeah, I go back to when the the Bucks played the Lions last year. I don't yes. remember what week it was. Um, but it was literally within, like, the first, like, six minutes of the game. Tampa received the opening kick. Yes. They scored on the opening drive within, like, two and a half minutes. Mm-hmm. Then they made Detroit or they turned Detroit over and mm-hmm. then they scored again. So they're up 14 nothing within the first six minutes yeah. of the game. They kept going until like the middle of the third quarter when they were up like 40 something to like a score or yeah. like to seven or something, right? Like they're not afraid to continue just throwing mm-hmm. the ball, right? And everyone, oh, I don't want to hurt people's feelings by throwing the ball when we're up so yeah. high. <laughs> Cam said it Bruce Arians and Tom Brady. They don't care. Yeah. They don't care what you think. They yeah. don't care what you think. They're going to keep going as as much as they can for as long as they can. Yes. So, all right, let's do a little uh, buy or sell here on our next guy. Oh, our next guy here is Justin Herbert. Me and Ty have him at nine. He comes in at our nine spot, and Luke says him at ten. Do you buy that Justin Herbert has more than eight or not eight? More than <laughs> thirty-seven touchdowns this season was his mark last year oh that's what he had last year yes i'm going to sell okay only because 37 was i'm gonna look this up for us i want to say it was it was definitely top 10 for all quarterbacks well actually it might i think 37 we're gonna like this. Up. We're gonna look. We're gonna fact check. Maybe I just threw a number up. Oh no! Oh, do you want me to look it up? Oh, oh, Ty's got the phone. Yeah, hold on, phone. We keep gotta... keep stalling the viewers. <laughs> so today's podcast is <laughs> sponsored by nobody yet. Yes, yet, <laughs> yet. If you would like to sponsor this podcast, please hit us up at six one two. I'm just six four All three. Right, here it comes. Here's our stats. Enough stalling. Um, 
Herbert was good for oh, I was 31. Oh, I was way off. 37 was Josh Allen. Oh, that's what I was thinking. All right, let's um, do let's do buy yourself 35. So he was at 10 last year in total touchdowns. Yep. So we're gonna we'll go 35 instead of 37. Buy yourself 35 touchdowns. I'm gonna buy it. All right. And that sounds crazy because I just said sell at 37. But here's the other thing I'm now remembering about uh, this Chargers offense. Um, this offense is going to be a pass-heavy mm-hmm. and pass-happy offense. For sure. That's just the Lombardi offense. Yes. So, to me, and, and here's the – and I guess another thing to support it, they don't really have, like, a pure running running back. Yes. All their running backs are – pass catching backs i mean mm-hmm. eckler is a pass catcher justin jackson is a pass catcher yeah um who's the rookie that they have larry roundtree mm-hmm. pass catcher like all there and don't give me this sean kelly is gonna take care joshua stop it kelly? yeah joshua kelly, not is. sean kelly joshua kelly it's not gonna happen no it's not gonna happen it didn't happen last year right right so why is it gonna happen this year you explain it to me yes but again, in a pass happy offense with running backs that really just catch the ball, I think 35 is attainable for, for sure. Herbert this year. For sure. How about 4,300 4, yards passing? I'm going to say he's going to be like right at 43. Okay. Because okay. I think 45 is like elite. Yes. And 4,300 is like average. 4,000, yeah. 38 to 40 yeah. average. So I think 43 is like that right. perfect spot for him. For sure. So, yeah, I mean, that's Justin Herbert. Um, they're going to be a dynamic offense. It's yeah. just sophomore slumps have been real for quarterbacks. So yep. it's does he take a step back or does he take a step forward? Um, I think right now we're kind of statting at him that he's going to be similar to last year. I think that's yep. kind of where we got him. Mm-hmm. Um he definitely could take that step forward. I mean, what we saw last year was dynamic. Yeah. And, um, but he could also, I mean, teams could have film on him and that could really affect him. So, I mean, yeah. And that happens with every player. Yes. So, and then I can totally see that that scenario playing out where Herbert is like the disappointment yes. of a sophomore, right? And everyone's like, he's not as good as everyone anticipated. No, yeah. no. Every single uh, sophomore player hits a stage where the film gets the best of them. Yeah. That's just how the NFL works. Yeah. And again, Cam and I, we are not NFL players. No. But we know the game of football. Yeah. That when you don't know really anything about a player on the opposing team, mm-hmm. you're going to be surprised a little bit and they're going to take yeah. advantage of it. But then the second year, that's your time to make a move. Yes. That's, that's just how the NFL works. Yep. For sure. All right, next up we got is Ryan Tannehill, a guy we've been pretty high on all year. Man, 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 man. Um, me and Ty got him at 10. Lucas got him at 9. Uh, he's a guy that's just been super efficient. 2019, he was QB2 after he took over. Last year, he was QB3 when he had A.J. Brown, Derrick Henry, and Johnny Smith on the field. He swaps out Johnny Smith for Julio Jones. <laughs> Sounds like pretty big upgrade. Yeah. Um, so I think, yeah, I I don't see why he wouldn't get better. He's got some mm-hmm. sneaky legs on him. Oh yeah, 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 definitely. He can he can move, yeah. and 
Um, they're a crazy efficient offense. Did you see Tannehill on that list when you were looking it up, or did you not? Oh, he was eight or nine. Eight or nine, yeah, because he was higher than Herbert. He might have been 33 touchdowns. Is that what it was? Uh, 33. 33 touchdowns for Ryan Tannehill last year. He, and tied, offense, he tied with Deshaun Watson. And we make fun of him as a guy who just hands it off to Derrick Henry, but he had 33 <laughs> passing touchdowns last year. And, you know, so you add Julio Jones. I mean, what kind of – how does that change things? I, I think it's going to only be better for it's Ryan Tannehill. Better. It's only better. Um, you can talk whether – Tennessee's better for Julio Jones all you want, but it's definitely better for Ryan Tannehill. Absolutely. Um, yeah, and so I just think I think he continues to take another step forward. Um, he's just looked so much better being away from Adam Gase, and which is a surprise. Shocker. So I mean, the third season in this offense, I guess it would be a little bit of new offense. So I mean, because Arthur Smith, Arthur isn't Smith. There. So the only thing that would happen is they pass more. Right. See, that's the only thing that right. could change. They're not going to run more because they ran the ball crazy amount last year. Right. So the only thing that happens is they run or they throw more. They have to. I mean, so <laughs> there's it was 378 carries last year yeah, for Derrick right. Henry. There's no way that goes up. So yeah. that goes down. That means the ball is either being thrown or run by another running back. Yeah. And you tell me who else they're going to run. Exactly. It's just going to it's just going to happen that yeah. Tannehill is just going to throw the ball a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And I I think Tannehill in some way is a poor man's Dak Prescott. Oh, not necessarily based off their playing styles, but the fact that they're quarterbacks that can support for sure. There's their cast around them. Yeah. Fantasy. Definitely. And they reap the benefits of it too. So again, poor man's Dak Prescott in what can be a very high, uh, high scoring offense. Yep. There's no reason why Tannehill. I mean, Tannehill has been in the top 10 the past two years. Yeah. No one wants to think of that. Yeah. But it's true. Yeah. It's third year in a row. That's what we think. Yes, for sure. And so that wraps up our top 10. We're going to go 11 through 15, talking about them individually. Then 16 through 20, we're going to we'll list off, and then we'll kind of pick and choose who we want to talk about. So then we can kind of mix in some rookie quarterback top. Oh, yes, sir. Talk, talk, Ooh, talk as talk. well. So number eleven is Jalen Hurts of the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, I have him at twelve. We two at eleven. Mm-hmm. He put up some great numbers last year. Uh, he's great on the ground. I have eleven rushes a game yeah. in the four games that he played. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's pretty impressive for a quarterback. Um, yeah, yeah. I not much more I can say about that. I mean, he puts him on pace for a hundred and what eighty-eight. Tar- rushes this year or something like that yeah. you know 198 yeah. rushes 97 rushes yeah 97. yes 97. and so 87 187 rushes there it is there it is, there it there is. big go. math guy Ooh, big math yeah, 187 guy. rushes <laughs> i mean which would be really impressive for a quarterback so obviously probably doesn't keep it up this year yeah um the only thing that worried the thing that worries me and the thing that almost has me moving him farther back is just the weapons in philadelphia yeah um, Goddard's a solid tight end. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not Travis Kelsey, but he's a solid tight end. Yeah. Uh, Devonte Smith looks promising, but it's can he stay healthy? Yeah. Um, and then Jalen Rieger is he gonna? He's made a couple flashy plays in training a couple, camp. A couple, yes. <laughs> Meaning, uh, let me just sky. You know, yes. let me just climb up in the air real quick. They've been they it. were ridiculous. Don't get me wrong, but like, is it just? flash in the pan you know kind of a right, thing right um can he maintain it 
Uh, you know we're out on Miles Sanders. Um, he's on my he's on my dynasty team, and I'm out on him. And I just drafted him. Uh, I think I've sent every player in our dynasty league a trade with Michael Thomas or Michael San- Miles Sanders at least six times. If you've seen the show Leonard Kenny, can confirm. <laughs> there you go. And so, Ty, what what is the positives for Jalen Hurts? I've kind of listed some of the negatives. It's just. Uh, rushing upside for yes. sure. Um, the chemistry that he already has with doubt or uh, with pretty much the receivers that he has around mm-hmm. him, right? Rager may not have a super big impact, but Hertz has played with him before. Yes. Uh, Hertz has played with Devontae before in college, mm-hmm. and Devontae is the best pure route runner mm-hmm. out of the class. So there's really no reason besides injury that Devontae can't, you know, produce for this year. Sure. 100%. And I mean, Zach Ertz is also yeah, a great guy to have there. Right. Who, who we are disappointed as Vikings fans is not in a purple jersey yep. at the end of today. But hey, you know what? Sometimes you can't get what you, you know, what you wish for all the time. Yep. That's life. So um again, having game time already with those four guys and the mm-hmm. rushing upside. I think that's reasonable for a low-end QB1 season. Mm -hmm. The thing that scares me is just what this offense is going to be. Yeah. Because I'm going to botch the coach's name, and I'm going to do it. Yeah, I'm going to do it on purpose. Sirianni? Sirianni. Sirianni something. (laughs) Sirianni something. Something. Dude is – I sure hope that, like, he proves some people wrong Mm – because like I think back to like the intro press conference and every press conference that he's yeah. had at training camp, and you're just like this dude's a coach. This yeah. dude's the head coach of your football team. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. right. Like just just not knowing what's going to happen with this offense. Everything is there for Jalen Hurts to succeed. It's just a matter of what plays are called. Yes, that could hurt him a lot. Mm-hmm. All right, next guy on our list. It's a wrap on our top twelve last for QB ones um, is Matt Stafford. Uh, I am at 11. You guys am at 12. I, I really like Stafford. I mean, he's, he's in a great position to succeed this oh, year. Yeah. Um, best that he's had by far on uh, so many weapons. Higby. Well, I don't know why I list Higby first, but Woods <laughs> cup um, Henderson and Michelle are special running backs, but they they'll get the job done. Mm-hmm. Um, they might not be great on their own fantasy wise, but they'll definitely still help yeah. out Stafford. Great defense. Amazing um, defense. And so, and then you got Sean McVay. Yeah. And so, I don't know. I think, I think he can definitely put up great numbers. The thing about Stafford is there's, I don't see a path for him to be a top five quarterback. You know, he's not like, at least with Jalen Hurts, he has that path because of the rushing upside. Mm-hmm. I mean, Stafford, I don't see him throwing 45 touchdowns, 4,500 yards to break in the top five. And that, he, that's what it would take for him to break top five. That's an MVP. Season. Yes. And I don't I don't know if that's in the cards for Stafford. I do think he will be a solid quarterback, though. Oh, yeah. He will oh, be yeah. a guy that you can play almost every week, no matter the matchup. Yeah. And so I think that's why I have him that high. There was a, there was a clip that I saw just kind of today when mm-hmm. – I was daydreaming during work today, but um, you know how people like to say that like Mahomes is like the only quarterback that can truly do the no look pass. Yeah. The clip that I watched was Matt Stafford, no looking at ball straight to Daryl Henderson, right at the chest. 
And he's a special guy. Don't get me wrong. He's he is uber uber talented. Yeah. And I I want to you know I want to think that this is the perfect situation for him just with super great weapons all around him. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of who they're playing against. Yeah. And I don't know. I th- again, there's no rushing upside to Stafford. Yeah. And as much as people don't want to admit it and blame it on the offensive line to Detroit, Stafford's good to miss a game or two. Mm-hmm. That's just how it's been the past couple of years. Yeah. I sure hope that changes because he's Stafford's really fun to watch. Yeah. Just because he can just sling it yeah. all across the field. But again, can miss a game or two. Well, and these aren't Jay Cutler type in phantom injuries. I mean, these are broken back, yeah. major concussion. Like, I mean, like the guy's like dying on the field, coming right. back to life. Yep. Yep. <laughs> He's getting CPR on the field. Yes. All right. We're going to clip through these next three pretty quick just so we have enough time to go through our, um, uh, what should we call it? Rookie quarterbacks. And then we'll kind of touch a little bit on the last top two. Toronto top 20. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kirk Cousins is next. Noah Smith. Uh, I think we were very, I, I think that raised my value of Kirk Cousins a little bit just because I thought that we were going to break out season from Irv Smith. Mm-hmm. However, I still think we're just going to see more of Thielen. That's kind of what I think in the red zone here. Yeah. Uh, Jefferson's going to get his. He's a special talent. Oh, yeah. Cook's available in the passing game. Uh, I don't think they'll throw quite as much as they did last year. That might hurt him a little bit, but I think they're going to be kind of like Tennessee and they're just going to be super efficient mm-hmm. in the passing game. And I think that's, what's going to save Kirk is he's going to be able to throw 32 plus touchdowns and stay borderline core QB one. Yeah. And I think the reason why I, I'm not out on Kirk. Yeah. I'm just lower on Kirk because I think, we saw the efficient offense last year for Minnesota Mm -hmm. because they were the top 10 offense as bad as they were. Their offense was still top 10 in overall efficiency, right? That defense is better now. Yeah. A lot better. A lot better. A lot better. And no one wants to talk about it, but that's fine. (laughs) We'll just shock you on Sundays. There you go. There you go. Um, But again, the defense is going to be better. So that means that, um, Yes, that means the offense is going to have more opportunities. Mm-hmm. But Kirk is not the direct beneficiary of those yeah, chances. It's Cook. Yes. So run through Cook. Everything right. Goes. Everything goes through Cook. So to me, again, the efficiency will be there, but the chances mm-hmm. for Kirk to do exactly what he did last year, I want to say takes just a little bit of a step back. Yeah. It's still going to be that like high QB two, yeah. borderline QB one, probably a spot start, honestly. Yeah. Um, but again, <laughs> for some reason, you remember last year when the Vikings played the Falcons and the yes. Falcons had just fired Dan Quinn, yeah. and we're like, "Oh, this is going to be a, a cakewalk, right?" Yep. And just Kirk threw three interceptions in the first half. He has that capability, right? To throw up a negative, right? Fancy. Game. So I'm not saying that that's that has, a, you know, the possibility that can happen more this year. I'm not saying yeah. that. But again, it's not like Kirk is a super clean option to have because he will For have sure. a game or two where it's three interceptions in the first half, two strip sacks, right? Like he, it it just happens. Like Stafford misses a game or two because of injury. Kirk has a game or two of just bad turnovers. Yeah, hundred percent. 
So I've, I never even said where we have him ranked. I had Kirk at 13, Tyler at 15, and Lucas at 14. Next, we got Mr. Joe Burrow, our quarterback. What does that make him? 15? 14. Uh, 14. 14. My bad. I'm at 15. Tyler at 13. Luke is at 15. I'll admit I'm worried about the injury. I yeah. I haven't heard great things coming out of camp. I think that plays a big part into it. Um, coming up in ACL tear, it's mental block. And it yeah. can, or it can be. Yeah. And just being able to trust yourself, cutting, get taking a hit. Um, he does have a much better offense this year than he did last year. Mm-hmm. But that offense line is not better. <laughs> and so – that is what is scary. At least the defense isn't that much better either. So they will have to put up points. Yep. That is a plus to Burrow. We did. I mean, we saw some flashes last year for sure. Yep. Uh, but I mean, he at the same time looked like a rookie quarterback. So it will be interesting to see where he ends up this year. I think. I think that's kind of why I'm farther down on him. Um, and I almost moved further down just because he's kind of a question mark for me this year. Yeah. Yeah, I think from. I definitely see the question mark, you know, coming to the forefront at yeah. the beginning of the season. But I think – I don't know when their bye week is. And I want to say a little bit before the midway point of the season. Burrow is going to find a streak where he's comfortable mm-hmm. and he's going to – he's going to feed his wide receivers yes. plenty. Um that's why I've got Burrow the highest at 13, just because I think that streak he hits is going to be kind of timed where some other quarterbacks are going to be kind of dropping off a little bit. Mm-hmm. So it's just natural kind of progression or, you know, ups and downs in yes. just rankings and stuff. But again, I share that, that, that kind of worry a little bit about Burrow at the moment. Mm-hmm. But again, he, he could act. I mean, he's got weapons. All oh yeah, he's very talented. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, it's just a matter. Of, I think it's a matter of when he turns it on. Mm-hmm. It's not a question if he turns it on. For sure, it's just when. Yes, because it could be. It could be week three. Yeah, it could be week six. It could be week thirteen. Right? Like yes, you just don't know when it's yep. going to turn on for him. Yeah, I mean, still a great dynasty pick. Don't get us wrong. Oh yeah, for sure. For uh, sure. All right. The last guy is Matt Ryan. I'm at 18. You're at 14. Luke's actually the highest at 13. But I'm going to let you talk about him because I am a little lower. So I'd like you to convince me why I should be moving Matt Ryan up in my rankings. So while I'm looking up some stats to kind of back up Matt Ryan, uh, let me just start off with this. Arthur Smith is the new play caller Uh down in Atlanta. Is Mike Davis Derrick Henry? No, he is not. Good job. Good job. Okay. So <laughs> we're going to start there. Okay. Mike Davis is not Derrick Henry, right? If Arthur Smith tries to bring the same system that he used with Derrick Henry and try to give that to Mike Davis, yeah. Arthur Smith deserves to be fired after one season. Yeah. And I want to think with how efficient that offense was in Tennessee last Mm -hmm. year, that Arthur Smith knows better than that. So that means if you're not running the ball, you're throwing the ball. So I think Ryan has opportunities this year for sure. Over the past, oh, let's go back to 2012. His total yards 
starting in 2012, 47, 19, 45, 15, 46, 94, 45, 91, 49, 44, 40, 95, 49, 24, 44, 66, and 45, 81. The touchdowns have fluctuated. He's hit 38, 35 in a couple seasons, but he's kind of hung around that high 20s mark. Mm -hmm. Interceptions have been there. He's hit double digits fairly often, but most mid-range quarterbacks also have double-digit interceptions, but his ratings here, 91, 89, 93, 89, 117. That was his MVP season, I believe. 91, 108, With opportunity and with how Matt Ryan has shown in the past, he's capable of getting the ball out. Yeah. He's got he's got weapons. Calvin Ridley, Russell Gage, Kyle mm-hmm. Pitts. You can use Mike Davis out the backfield. So to me, and here's the other thing: this Atlanta defense, there is no one besides Grady Jarrett on that defense that makes you just kind of worry a little bit. Yeah. AJ Terrell may take a step forward as their top corner, but he really struggled last year. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, they get, um, who's their linebacker? Dion. Jones, um, isn't it? Something. I want to say that anyway. That defense does not have enough players no. to like hold teams off from scoring points. So they're gonna need to they're gonna be playing from behind a lot this year. Yes. And might Matt Ryan can thrive off of mm-hmm. playing from behind. Besides the one year that they went to the Super Bowl, Atlanta has always kind of been a 500 to like division team, yeah. playoff team. And he's he's been efficient. So, again, now I'm going to wrap this all up, put a nice little bow on top of it. I'm in on Mike, Dave, or, um, Mike Davis, Matt, Hem- or Matt Ryan. <laughs> Names are hard tonight. Oh, my goodness. All over. All over the place. And it's because of just the situation that Matt Ryan's in. <laughs> Bad defense. I want to say a competent and smart play caller that will realize oh wait Mike Davis is not like a monster as Derrick Henry is mm-hmm. that puts the ball in, the, in Matt Ryan's hands with what and again with Russell Gage who was on pace for over what 100 receptions last yep. year from this I guess in the second half of the season Calvin Ridley was a top five wide receiver last year mm-hmm. Kyle Pitts is the most is probably the greatest tight end prospect to come out of college since, oh, I don't know, Tony Gonzalez. Yeah. Like, to me, there's there's little to no reason why Matt Ryan shouldn't be in a low-end quarterback one. The reason why I kept him out, just because you just don't know what that offense will look like. For but. sure. I'm, I'm out just because of the touchdown fluctuation. Yeah. I just don't know if he can put up enough. All right. Let's just – we'll just name off the last five. So, at quarterback 16, we got Jameis. 17 is Baker. Uh, 18 is Trevor Lawrence. 19, Derek Carr. And 20 is Carson Wentz. Do you want to touch on any of those real quick or do you think that 
We'll run through it real quick. All right. Jameis at 16 is uh, kind of a sneaky quarterback, too, to have on your team mm. because Duke can throw it all over the all over the field. And uh, he's got Kamara out of the backfield to yeah. really help him out. Uh, Mark Quez Callaway yes. is kind of emerging as a wide receiver one, wide receiver two. When Michael Thomas comes back, mm-hmm. speaking of Michael Thomas, he's going to be coming back week seven supposedly yeah because they got a week six bye and he's on the pup list so he's out the first five games so and i think troutman should is on that similar schedule with Mm -hmm. his injury i don't know but Jameis has shown in the past that with weapons that he can be effective and efficient in fantasy so that's why i think we've got him so high at 16 even though he hasn't played for the saints at all yeah um he's just capable of doing it. So yeah. uh, Baker Mayfield, then 17. Uh, I want to think that the passing game kind of comes around a little bit more than it did last year. Yeah. It just seemed like Baker was just kind of off on just communication or just don't you, you watch the Cleveland Browns on offense. And when you saw them throw the ball, you're like, something's off. Yeah. You have a full off season now. Uh with no, I mean, I'm not going to say no COVID, but last offseason was very different with COVID mm-hmm. and everything different this year. He's in person now, and Odell is healthy. Yeah. That was a big reason why he kind of, I, I want to say he wasn't as mm-hmm. uh, efficient last year. Just Odell wasn't that healthy. So For sure. teams could just single out Jarvis Landry and stuff. But, yeah. um, again, it, I, I want to think it comes around – We'll just see because I think I see a lot of Kirk Cousins and Baker yeah. Mayfield, but Kirk has shown in the past that you can be, you know, you can score well in fantasy. Yeah. So that's why I think we've got him at 17 then. Yep. Uh, Trevor Lawrence at 18, he can run the ball. That's really about it. And I think that offense is going to be built on, uh, built on Trevor Lawrence, not around on Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. So, um, He's got LaVisca Chennault, DJ Chark, Marvin Jones. He's yeah. got weapons to throw to. So passing, unless, you know, we come out week yeah. one and he's just like abysmal. Yeah. Um, and it, it does seem like, too, that rookie quarterbacks, there's one, there's, you know, when it, I don't want to say that fantasy determines how special a quarterback yeah. is in the rookie year, but Herbert was an exception for finishing top 10 as a rookie. Yeah. That doesn't happen that often. Um, and I think just who the Jaguars are going to be playing this year, uh, Lawrence is going to finish in that late teens mm. just to get more acclimated to the league and all that. It's not me, It's not that he's a bad quarterback. It's yeah. just the growing pains of a rookie quarterback. Yeah. Um, Derek Carr is next. Derek Carr has consistently been in be- in – the 14 to 19 range almost every single year of his career, except for that one year where he was an MVP favorite and then Mm. he got hurt. But again, like he, he, for, I don't know how. Yeah. Derek Carr is like the epitome of like, I don't know how you're good or, you know, how you're somewhat usable in fantasy when Mm. I see you on, you know, my TV screen and you're just kind of like, what are you doing? But somehow he works out in fantasy, so that's that's a reason why his. I mean, John Gruden. I want to. I want to say it's John Gruden more yeah. than it is Derek Carr. Yeah, 
And he just doesn't have the weapons. Yeah. And then Carson Wentz at 20. It's just a fresh start. Yeah. In Indy with a coach that's familiar with him and that he's familiar with. Um, and a top five offensive line that he didn't have before. 100%. Jonathan they, Taylor. Yeah. I mean, I guess he did have a line in Philly, but it was aging. Yes. This this offensive line is young. It's fresh. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, he's got he's got multiple weapons out of the backfield with mm-hmm. Knight Hines, Jonathan Taylor, Michael Pittman's not is someone not to shrug at. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Carson Wentz is I think comfortably yeah. in at twenty and rounds out our top twenty. So I'm gonna ask you real quick before we go, I would like you to rank our just our quarterbacks in general, and you tell me which ones are fancy relevant. So we're just, okay. we'll just do real quick, and I'll rank them real quick after you. So we got Trevor Lawrence. Zach Wilson, mm-hmm. Trey Lance, Justin Fields, and Mac Jones. Yep. I'm not going to throw in Kelman because there's no way he starts this year. <laughs> um, so those are your five. Yep. How would you rank them as, as far as fantasy value this season? This season. And then are they going to be fantasy relevant this year? I, hmm. I think if there are two quarterbacks that have the chance to be the most relevant, it's Trey Lance and Justin Fields just because they're in the best situation with people around mm. them. That's that's purely why. It's not that they're better than Trevor Lawrence. I mean, Trevor Lawrence was the best quarterback prospect since Andrew Luck. Yeah. Right? Like, he, there was little to no reason why he – what like, why he shouldn't have mm. been the number one pick in the draft. So, um, again, just with this, the, the situation that Lance and Fields are in, I think they could be the most relevant in fantasy. Mm-hmm. Um Dynast in terms of maybe dynasty, yeah. they're all worth picking at this yes. point, especially with Mac Jones now being starter. Yes. Um, I think in terms of just this year, though, if I had to rank yes. one through five, um, most most relevant at one, at least at five, mm-hmm. I'll go most with Justin Fields. Yes. Uh, then – Trey Lance, mm-hmm. Trevor Lawrence, Mac Jones, then Zach Wilson. All right. For sure. I would go Lance, then Lawrence, Fields, um, Wilson, Jones. Mm-hmm. I think Trey Lance for me, like you said, best situation. And then that rushing upside is ridiculous for Trey Lance. Yep. Um, I like Fields too. I think he's in a great spot. I just – the prospect of who Trevor Lawrence can be – Right. I think that for me, that's why I rank him so much higher. Mm-hmm. Fields also has the legs behind him, and he is going to be in a pretty good offense. Yeah. Um, with a good defense. Um, but I think because they are I mean, the Bears, I mean, that's just who they traditionally do. It's kind of like the Steelers. They're always going to rely on that defense. Yeah. And I, I feel like they could kind of sink back to that. I'm going to go Wilson or Jones. I just think Wilson's got more skill. Mm-hmm. than Mac Jones. He's just he's just a better like again, just a better prospect. I think that. Mac, I think it was very close just because the yeah. system Mac Jones going into um, yeah. being behind Bill Belichick, whereas Matt, Zach Wilson's going to the Jets. Yep. Um, but I just I think I believe a little bit more in the skill that suggests, and that defense is so bad that he's going to be throwing nonstop. Yeah, and I, I I think Mac Jones is the best like pure thrower yeah. out of these out of the, all these quarterbacks, including Trevor Lawrence. Oh, all right. Hot take tie at it again. There's a hot take. <laughs> um, but. I think the reason why you and I have them just lower yeah. is just because 
he, all these other guys are, I don't want to say they're better athletes because Mac Jones himself is not yeah. a bad athlete. Um, but rushing upside is much higher. Yeah. I'll say rushing upside. Like those four guys, they, I can, I can see them all being those guys of making something out of nothing yes. versus Mac. I think he has no option, but to take nothing Yes, because he just is not as Maybe I'll put it that way. He's not as agile yeah. as the other guy. He are. runs a four seven nine or something like that. But in the NFL, that's not fast. No, like compared to me, he outruns me easy. Right, right. In the NFL, that's not fast. Right. So yeah, I understand. All right. Well, that is going to wrap up our episode. Thank you for listening. Rock, rocking out our top twenty quarterbacks. Shout out to Tolina again yes. for your dope oh. and. Awesome intro. I for us. forgot at the beginning. How dare I? <laughs> um, make sure to follow us on all our social media platforms. I'm not going to try and tell you the labels. Just search Fantasy Football <laughs> Fellas on Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, right? Yeah. That's what it's called. Full transparency. I'm not an Apple user. So unbelievable. I know. I know. Judge me all you want. But again, Search fancy football yes. fellas on all those. We will show up. We want to thank you for hitting 5,000 followers on TikTok. Yes, sir. We are blowing up right now. Yes, sir. All right. And with that, have a great day. Peace. Peace. Thanks again for tuning into the Fantasy Football Fellows podcast today. Make sure to subscribe so you get notifications of all of our weekly podcasts now on Wednesdays and Fridays. Uh, we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts from. Uh, make sure to subscribe, turn on those notifications. You can do the same for our social media, FF Fellows on Twitter, the FF Fellows on Instagram. And hey, we're on YouTube if you want to see us uh, video record these podcasts. Fantasy Football Fellows there. Uh, same thing on Facebook and TikTok, Fantasy Football Fellas. If you want even more insights to any of our rankings, uh, head on over to fantasyfootballfellas.com. I uh, got all sorts of rankings there. You can see our first mock draft that we did a few weeks ago. Uh, all sorts of different exciting content there we have for you as well. Three Stooges, just being dudes. Deuces.